Thank you for joining me for another Quick Hits Conversation. I'm Dr. Robin. With me today, I have Gladi Veradaran. She has 14 years of HR experience and a love for organizational development. She's based in Canada. I have Emma Humphrey. She's the founder of Genius Marketing, where they translate techie talk into relatable human stories that sell. She's based in the UK. And I have Kevin Wash. He is a coach, mentor, author, trainer, speaker. He's running a consultancy business that specializes in sales, and he is based in Spain. The question I have for you today, what is your preferred method of communication and why? Gladi, go first. So for me and all my family and friends, they know, and the ones that they don't know, I always like send them this message with these steps in it. I say, if you want to reach me, text me, Facebook message me, WhatsApp me, email me, maybe send me a voicemail. If you can't do a Morse code, then you do those fire signals, smoke signals, and mm -hmm. then you call me. <laughs> if somebody wants to call me, is it like a last choice? on my thing, I feel much more comfortable to answer whenever I can to the text to maybe talk with few people or mm -hmm. multitask. I'm doing something, watching something, preparing something is just much easier for me as a method to write it than have a phone in my ears and start talking to the person. And is that true professionally and for personal or just personal? Uh, professionally, it depends. If I am in meetings, you have a set up meeting with the agenda. Yes, but most of our leaders, people that I work with, we function by text, unless it is a big explanation that we book a 15 minutes call, but we book the time. It's important oh, for me that the time is booked and then I have the talk. For me, it depends on the nature of the communication. If it's business, my preferred communication is email because you've got everything recorded. So you know whether you've actually responded to something, you know the information has been passed both ways, either way. Um, personally, I actually like it if people, and not many people do, but I like it if people call me. I think there's a, there's a natural reluctance to call, possibly because your people are concerned they're going to be asked something and they have to say yes or no, and people generally don't like making decisions. It's easier to sit back and WhatsApp or reply that way. I'm sorry, I'm busy. My least favorite, I have to say, I like WhatsApp, I think WhatsApp's pretty good, and my least favorite are voice notes. I think voice notes is... It's almost insulting. If you can take the time to send a voice note, why don't you pick up the phone and speak to me? Because, because then you can reply you and I have to deal with that. Yeah. But it's telling me you don't want to hear an answer to whatever your voice message is. Oh, I, I completely disagree. For, for me, if I phone somebody, I'm demanding their attention right that second. You know, I'm expecting them to answer and give me time. Whereas if I send a friend a voice note, just, you know, giving them a, an update on what's going on, asking how they are and, you know, just checking in and going, you know, I miss you and I love you, then they can listen to that whenever they want. But how would they reply? Would you like them to reply by voice note? Uh, sometimes they do, yeah. Um, or Can sometimes you send just get can be yeah but yeah sometimes you'll just get to the point where you just send a text and go you know what, what are you doing on Wednesday evening can we can we actually speak um but I'd always rather schedule a call I'm quite quite disciplined oh. about there has to be a time to speak as opposed to just of like my, my parents are terrible for doing this they just kind of ring apropos of nothing and go oh hi you know blah blah blah, blah. and it's like hang on a minute whoa 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 I'm right in the middle of something I thought I thought something was on fire not you just gonna like pitch up into my life and start talking about the vegetables you bought from Waitrose <laughs> ambush conversations they're the best <laughs> so what is your preferred method Emma how do you like people to reach out to you 
like it's, it's an in-person conversation all the time like i think in this age where we all sit in these kind of little squares on the screen there's nothing like actually meeting somebody in the flesh like even when you spent loads of time with them on the screen that moment where you walk into the room and you realize that the chemistry you thought you had on screen it's like times 10 when you're together and you just spark off each other that's that's it for me yeah. but, and just on that point don't you think if somebody calls you that's another that can be an extension you can find out when you're actually speaking with someone and having dialogue, you can find out, do I really like this person? This person sounds more interesting. This person sounds more credible, whether it's personal or professional. You don't get that because I could write, I could write a message and somebody can read it in a completely different tone to what I've mm -hmm. sent it. Oh yeah, I'm not. I'm not not a fan of the 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 written word for short short form communication that you're just firing off because you don't think it through enough, and then somebody misinterprets it and all goes west. I'm not, I'm not anti calls, Kevin, not at all, but just at at a specific time rather than apropos of nothing. Whenever you feel like it. <laughs> well, I do have people who do call me, and that's fine. They're welcome to call me whenever they want. My two of my siblings specifically, and sometimes I'll pick up the phone and just say, "Do you need something urgently, or are you just wanting to talk?" Because if they need something urgently, I will drop everything for them. If they just want to talk, sometimes I can't. And when my sister was younger, we had a rule that she would call me, and if I was busy, I wouldn't answer. But if she called me right back, I knew it was urgent, and she needed to talk to me, and I would pick up the phone. That was our kind of two-call rule that we had. It was the rules of engagement. Mm -hmm. So you have a set of rules of engagement uh, to what Emma was saying, Kevin, I agree. I, I, I do love to talk with people, but at my time, it has mm -hmm. to be organized because I'm doing so many other things. And I feel like I have to stop whatever su support I'm giving in other ways on by text and everything and talk with this person. So usually I do book. I'm like, let's book time, we're going to talk. And it's been very helpful. And you're 100% sure sometimes these text messages, even like between leaders, I've happened to me before that I had to sit down with two leaders because their emails, they were going out of hand. And I was like, did you guys talk? Have you sit down and talk? Because they all put the intention or like a tone to the other person's writing. Mm -hmm. So sitting down and talking or taking the phone and talking is the best method for a lot of things. I just think that I don't use it as often. I only use it when it's really needed. I don't care. Like text me, WhatsApp me, message. There's just some like Facebook message. I'll get back to you eventually, but it might not be until tomorrow because I don't have those alerts turned on. My phone is definitely quiet more often than it's not. So it depends upon how urgent, but I told you before we started recording, my kind of secret is if my alerts are turned on, everyone has an individual ringtone. So I know when my phone alerts, friend, family, client, I know from across the room who it is and whether I need to like pick it up immediately or I can ignore it for a minute. But doesn't your phone also tell you who's calling you? So you can then decide whether to answer it or not anyway. Only if I look at it, which means I have to have it in my, you know, in the space. If I'm cooking, my phone might be sitting over on the table somewhere. So I need to be able to tell from across the room who, or, you know, I'll have my, have you, I know this has happened. You have something in your ear and you're listening to something on your phone, but you can't find the phone to save your life because you don't know where you set it down. I'm the complete opposite end of the spectrum. My phone is with me when I'm cooking and probably has just been dropped in the soup. Oh dear. <laughs> I may not know that you're busy, which is fine. I call you, you see my name, so you can either drop the call, take the call, or you can send it to voicemail, whatever. So then you, you can either return my call later. I'm thinking, right, I've left the message. 
some stage you're going to reply to me. If you're not busy and it happens to be you're having a cup of tea and it's convenient, you answer the phone. We have a five minute chat. Move on. Okay. So in the really the last few minutes we have, what about voicemail? Voicemail yes or voicemail no? Call, they don't get them, send a text. Like, how do you handle that? You know, I like those voicemails that people just send you a voicemail and then my computer laptop takes an email and sends me an email of what they said. It doesn't mm. always write well, but I read through it and because we do French and English, so that sometimes it comes out really bad, but the English ones are quite good. I really mm. like voicemails when they have that app. If I have to dial in and listen to it, yeah, I find it annoying. Sorry. <laughs> My sister hates them. She's like, don't leave me voicemail. Like, okay. I would go with that. If you have to dial into them, most of the time, I lose interest before I've got to the stage of where I'm going to get the message. And I just think, oh, they'll call me back anyway. So the oh, best no. thing to do with me is don't bother leaving me a message. If you really need to get me and I don't answer them, send me an email or send, send a WhatsApp. And I'll see it at some stage. Voicemail, they can be there. I'll go on my phone and say, you have a message. And it's from five months ago. Oh, I just no. leave it so I'm not big on voicemail. I don't like voice notes. I'm, I'm with I'm with you, Kevin. Like I am terrible for not checking the voicemail and then having voicemail guilt when you listen to something and you're like, oh no, they said that three days ago and I haven't done anything about it. Oh no, 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 no. So oh, you have no. 24 messages. I'm like, oh, no. All right. So the last thing that I'll say on that for me is if I do call you, if you're the type of person that we have a relationship and I call you, if you can't talk to me. Don't pick up the phone and then say, I can't talk to you. Just let it go to voicemail and I'll hang up and text you or something or pick it up and say, do you need me urgently? Cause then I'll know, but don't pick it up and be like, hi. And then, oh no, I can't talk to you right now. I'm too busy. Don't just don't answer the phone. Don't say that. No. <laughs> All right, y'all. That's our 10 minutes. Thank you so much for having this conversation with me. It's been great fun. I look forward to speaking to each of you again via WhatsApp or anything else.